Have you ever felt like you were calling and calling and calling on God, but his line was busy? Whew, I don't know, guys. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and your overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, May the 19th. We are ba- May the 17th. That's my bad. May the 17th. We are back in the studio, rocking and rolling, episode 92. I am feeling good. I'm feeling amazing, and I'm feeling hopeful. Hopeful that you were able to endure Mother's Day and that it did not beat you up too much. As we talked about, I want to get into some subjects today, feelings and emotions that have come up, if you will, over the last week. And then what I usually do and I typically do, if you're familiar with my show and just me on social media, The Grief Bully, I then translate that to the written form or a video, but more likely a written form. And so I posted two quotes this week and I felt as I was contemplating and preparing for the show today, what would be a good subject to talk about? And I'm like, well, duh, why not ride the wave that's already been going, Jay Nicole? The conversation is underway, comments are going, posts is being shared, being saved, and most importantly, people are being seen and being heard. And so why try to reinvent something this week and why don't we just stay in that same wave? So I'm gonna speak from two points today. Two points that I think are are, wo- are worth noting and speaking about. So I think we'll go with the first one, which was I'm lying in bed and I'm reflecting and thinking back to the moments in which I actually lost my loved ones. And I always, when I'm in that reflective state, I connect with the emotion of hopelessness and powerlessness. And maybe you can resonate with that. But this particular evening, last week, earlier this week, I went a step further and I really remember feeling like my prayers weren't necessarily being answered. And so the post that came from that was, sometimes I feel like God's line was busy when you were dying. Whew, I kind of got chills again just saying that. Sometimes I feel like God's line was busy when you were dying. So how many of us listening to this might have felt that way? where I put in the caption, I was praying and praying with every single fiber of my being and still they died. And so from that, I just got this level of devastation and my faith didn't really come in question because I'm a strong believer and I know and I've learned through my life experiences that sometimes God's no is really God's yes. And that's why in the part of the Lord's prayer where it says, and thine will be done, that's the whole part of it. And in the serenity prayer, it's, it's the same thing. The wisdoms know the difference. Your will, not mine, be done. And I think that if I had to talk about one of the most difficult aspects of my grieving journey, it would absolutely have to be that. Having to get in the same space with realizing that God's plan for my loved one's life and my desire for them to still be alive were different 
and still love God and still be a believer, I think that's really where it is. And so when I shared this post on social media, there was a lot of feedback. A lot of people said, hey, that's exactly how I felt. I felt that same exact way. One woman, she said that her twin was dying and she felt like she failed. She felt like she failed. And I'm assuming because I didn't get to have more clarity on this comment because she wasn't able to get God to save her. To save her twin. And, and I just wanted to talk about that today because of if social media was buzzing like that, then I know that the audience of the Grief Bully podcast, someone out there, it might be you. And you might have understood what it feels like to feel like that. And when I felt that way, it also, though, because, again, if you've been rocking with the show and if you know anything about me, then you know that there's always going to be the comma. There's always the plus in the story. And so reflecting, yes, it brought me back to those moments of devastation, but it also brought me to the PS to the story and to the plus in the story and to the comma and to the next day type of mindset is that I'm still pushing through and I'm still close with God. And, and actually, I think my relationship has gotten stronger because of those losses, because I know I know what my life could be like, the devastation that I felt losing those people. I have 12 years of sobriety, and I'm telling you, if you would have told me that my grandmother and my father would die and I would still not resort to alcohol and not use that as an unhealthy coping mechanism, I would say, you're out of your cotton picking mind. That's for sure. But, but God and, and, and the grace, and so I am still standing and I am still able to have this burning desire within me to keep moving. And so I know that although I reflect back to those moments and I hope and I can encourage you as well, is that just look back at look at those times where you have been broken and then look at where you are now. And even if it's not in the biggest way, slow progress and some progress is still progress, ladies and gentlemen. So I hope that that part of it can help you. But I want it to be so raw and so honest with that, because I think sometimes on our journey, a lot of us are are apprehensive to to speak against God. And, and it's not from a place of blasphemy. It's a place from realization that we really go through this. And in order for us to get further in our walk in life, we've got to ask questions. We've got to express how we've really felt. And we've got to understand the way I look at it is I think God has a thick skin. So I've got to be able to have this dialogue in order for me to move through, in order for me to stay stay whole and to arrive at that place of, of healing and peace. And so I wanted to share that if you felt that way, if you've been frustrated, if you felt because I think a lot of the conversation we came up to is that you feel like you fell because you would have wanted to do more. Well, I don't want those if only to kill you. So please be aware of that and understand that there wasn't more that you could do. And, and even if you feel like it was then find another lane in your life where you can do more and where you can say, hey, you know what? Time's not up in this area. So I'm going to just push forward and keep digging and find purpose again because I couldn't control that situation. So what in my life is there that I can control? And so that's one part of it. I told you I was going to speak to you from two points today. And this next one, this is very, very recent at the time of recording. This was yesterday morning and I'm sitting in my living room. And those of you who don't know, my father passed away stage four lung cancer and he didn't survive that February 14th, 2019. And so he was the first person that I actually have had cremated. And so I'm in my living room, sun is shining, leg cross on my lap. I'm just kind of vibing. And I, and I look up and, and I, I catch a glance of his urn. And I take a deep breath and, and, and on the exhale, I say, man, that guy was crazy, but that was my guy. 
and it hit me guys it hit me right there like a ton of bricks i'm telling you it almost kind of took my breath away that i'm speaking about my father in the past tense and so that quote then came from that and it derived and it said having to speak about someone you love in the past tense is a different type of hurt mm-hmm. using was versus is can be a different type of hurt and the reason why i insert can be right now as i'm having this dialogue with you all is because there was someone that commented a, a gentleman and he said it didn't hurt him because and, and again i'm going to paraphrase i don't know word for word but basically that she's at peace and that that was what needed to happen or something along those lines and so I always want you to know that I am open to a different perspective. I followed up by saying, hey, that's awesome to hear. The less amount of hurting people that we have, the better. But when I'm sharing my posts and I'm sharing content, I'm speaking from my thoughts and my feelings because I don't have credentials in terms of therapists and all of that. I have lived experience, bro. Like that's the only part I can come from. And so when I'm sitting in my living room and I feel like, wow, I'm flabbergasted that I'm speaking about my father who I've only done life with in the past tense. It was tough because I remember early on in my grief journey, I would, I would work very hard and put a conscious effort to saying is because I didn't, I didn't want to really move to that point of they're not here. Even when I'm leaning into the intangible relationship sometimes. And again, this isn't where I stay every day, but this is a moment that I, that caught me. And this post did even better in terms of their response. And when I say better, let me define that because I'm not a person that defines my success as far as the grief bully based on numbers of likes and all of that stuff like that. But what those numbers do indicate for me and my mission is they feel you, Jay Nicole. So when I say drop a blue heart, if you feel me, and those blue hearts are dropping and we're getting beyond the hearts where there's paragraphs and comments because I do my best to go back and respond to every single person, I know that people need to hear this. I know that this is a voice for the voiceless. And that although uncomfortable and although not general statements because they cannot apply to every single person, they do apply to enough for me to keep saying it. And so that's what I'm appreciative of is that my heartache, my pain and my darkest moments, when I peel that onion back and I get vulnerable with my audience and the community, we have healing we have together. And this is the even more beautiful aspect, guys, is it's, it's, it's for you, of course. But I also get from that that I'm not alone, that I'm not alone. Because they send love back to me. Hey, I'm praying for you. Hey, I'm right there with you. A young lady says she recalled when she found out that her father passed away and she screamed out, no, that's my guy. And so she said, I, I see you. She said that to me. I see you. And you don't know how much that meant to me. So it's a two-way street while we're having these conversations and dialogue. We're really pushing through. But we've got to keep talking about those moments that might perceive be perceived as uncomfortable but let's just say hey this might be uncomfortable but is it necessary and i want to empower you that's the word of the week as well i've been using frequently is empower i'm not here to motivate you through your grief guys i can't do that and my belief motivation is fleeting and i'm not a motivational speaker i am a life impacting communicator when i communicate i have impact i don't speak to fill space it's with purpose 
And so I'm so happy that saying yes to this mission is really helping people and helping myself. And what we're going to continue to do is have those conversations. But I want to empower you because I don't want to be the only person at the mic speaking. I don't want to be the only person on social media, which I'm not. But Again, those of you that are following me that might not feel strong enough or you might not feel validated, you might not feel like you deserve or who do you think you are or that you have the audacity to speak on this topic, you do. You do. I want you to have a voice. I want you to empower yourself through your voice. And that's really where I wanted to leave things today. I wanted to hit those two points is really important. And I shared those two, not necessarily points, but those two perspectives and, and I encourage you to try to do the same thing. So one, free yourself from the guilt and understand that. And also to say, hey, it's not a bad thing to feel like you were let down by God. But just please, I would encourage you to not stay there and to make sure that you know that if you find yourself speaking in that past tense and things along those ways to, to get curious about it. My therapist always tells me to ask questions about my grief. What is my grief telling me? Ooh, that's where I'm going to leave you with because everything that I said today and in those two posts, I hope they leave you with that question and leave you to to ask yourself, what is my grief telling me? And I hope that you get beautiful answers. The other day I had the opportunity to speak with the Gift of Life donor programs Heart of Gold meeting. And we talked about what color what color is your grief and why. And I'll tell you this, that was the first time that someone actually asked me to question back. They asked me the question back. And so what I want to do right now before we get out of here is just give you my answer. So if you're newer to the podcast, you might not have heard this. But whenever I have a guest on my show, I always ask them, if you had to choose a color for your grief, what would it be and why? And so when I'm having this virtual meeting and I'm feeling like, oh, I'm Jane Dakota, grief bully. I'm talking this all this this grief game, dropping gems. Right. And then the facilitator, Lara, shout out to Lara Moretti. She hits me with, well, what, what would your color be? I'm like, ah, oh. she's like, yeah, I'm putting you in the hot seat. And I told her it was the first time ever. And my answer was was yellow. And yellow is not my favorite color. But when I think about yellow, for some reason, I'm not 100% sure why, it, it reminds me of hope. And I go back to myself as Jay Nicole, the little child, which at that point, I'm, I'm Coley, I'm Coco, I'm Nikki, I'm not Jay Nicole, the grief bully. And I think about all the trauma I've been through and all the things I've experienced in my life from parents on drugs and, and alcohol to witnessing domestic violence from so many things that I've experienced. In all those moments, it, in addition to my grief, of course, I always was able to remain hopeful. I always just saw that there could be better. And and I don't know if it was just believing and hoping that God or, or someone else would, would rescue me and save me and make the situation more hopeful to have a better outcome, or if I was willing to put it on my back and, and make and create hope and to make my life hope, make my life an example of such. And so that was my answer on the fly. And I wanted to share that with you guys. I can't be sharing that with people that, you know, I just met and not share it with you guys who've been rocking with me for so many months now. And actually, I can say years too. So that's a beautiful thing. And that's what I wanted to get into. I've given you quotes, so I don't want to get into inspirational boost, but please know that our inspirational boost is always sponsored by Adina J Designs. They make, create, and inspire us through decorated apparel, wood signs, custom tumblers, all of that good stuff. Follow them on both Facebook and Instagram at Adina J Designs, A-D-E-N-A-J-A-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. Guys, I want to send in love and memory out to all of the family members of those 
people who I had a chance to build with from the Gift of Life donor program. There was people who lost their husband and children 24 years ago up until just as recent as 2020. And so my heart is with you all going to continue to send prayers and strength. And I applaud those group of people for getting onto the Zoom meeting and just making a choice, making a choice to choose joy. Listen, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're listening audio, definitely leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. All of that good stuff. Guys, do I got to tell you this? You already know where I hang out the most over on Instagram. Make sure you follow me there at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. Guys, so next time you already know. Love and light. Peace.